Hello and welcome to the Sister Struggles Podcast. My name is Joanna Jama at Sister Struggles Podcast and at Sister Struggles LLC on IG. And this is my podcast where I dig deeper into redefining self-care as a way for you to listen to your intuition, your needs, create better self-care habits and mindsets that serve you and not the roles you've been given. Then you can free yourself from burnout, people-pleasing, and toxic relationships. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe for new episodes. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Sister Struggles. I, I might as well just start off with my week. Hope you guys are having an amazing, happy Black History Month. It is what, the 5th? I'm procrast- I had procrastinated this week because we had a couple of snow days and I told myself I was going to rest and so I may or may not be recording this the night before, but all that matters is this shit's going to be put out, so, <laughs> but, um, and I don't regret it, so, but yeah, happy Black History Month, I feel like I've been on social media churning out content, just because there's been a lot of things that have been triggering me, first and foremost, I don't know if you guys heard about, this is something that pissed me the fuck off, but I don't know if you guys heard about what Black, or what Black History, uh, what Bath & Body Work was trying to pull off with their reach for clout <laughs> for Black History Month. They put out, um, and there are screenshots about this everywhere, I think this is even on the Shade Room on Instagram, but they really thought that they were clever because they decided to slap on basically some Kwanzaa backdrops, backdrops some like ethnic looking, you know, uh, patterns and designs on candles and just like the sense that they already had they didn't even like create a different collection or like what i saw from um some kind of comments was like oh you could have just highlighted some like small black businesses and just had their products available instead of just using your own recycle recycled garbage which we all know at this point it's like victoria's secret we know that the product's garbage we just like the scent but anyway obviously i'm going on a rant about it because they really just thought that that they could get away with just doing something like that like not even really representing the black culture in, a, in any way really just being like oh how i'm how can we sell more candles? How can we sell more products? I was gonna say the audacity, but what I've been saying these days from a meme, the caucasity of, cause you know this ain't black people doing this shit. Um, there's no way. They tried to use one of their like watermelon candles as one of their highlights. I just can't believe that they really think that nobody would be upset. But honestly, I don't even think that they care anymore. I think it's about selling shit cause some of those people in the comments were like, ooh, I'm gonna go get me some. And from their little uh, biopic, it looked like they were black so whatever to each his own but i know that i'm not spending my money on that um so what i ended up doing is just finding some amazing uh black businesses small black uh woman owned businesses that sold candles and just like lotions and those kinds of like cozy products so i'm gonna do a little shout out and let you guys know at the end and also just let you guys know um whenever i put out some um show notes also some of the amazing ones that i found were so these are all uh handles on instagram but at shop melted wick um and they have a candle called love letter that sounds so bomb it is bergamot rose petals and fresh citrus there's also at cool girl the brand and they've got one that's got Palo Santo, a Sage Smoke, Patchouli, Vanilla, and those are some of my favorite smells. Also, uh, this was actually, I think, made popular because Issa Rae posted about these candles. But at the Alexandra Winbush, I think she's pretty popular on, on IG now, but I love the candles that she has because the, the top covers, you know, the little lids that come off, they have all these little black girl aesthetics and you know... 
I mean, you don't know about me, but I love any kind of black girl aesthetics. And like a lot of my decor in my house has just portraits of just black women silhouettes, just because, of course, that makes me feel the most at home and the most at peace with myself. Third one is at shop.cavo. And um, I love, really love the names of some of these candles. One is called After a Good Cry, which I can really relate to, <laughs> especially as a Pisces. Like, I can have a good cry and be, you know, just be feeling a lot better about my day. And there's also one called Wash Day. Um, and that one's one I actually want to try. But on that nutshell to say, I just shared a bunch of memes and just really was trying to, like, do some Black Creator shout outs and just kind of represent. Uh, that's really what I'm trying to do this month, just trying to represent our culture and just push our own products and not what some of these other companies are just trying to do again for the clout it's like juneteenth all over again i'm so sick of it so um that's something that i've been focused a lot of time on and like i was saying earlier a lot of snow days um, i live in st louis and the weather's just wild these days you don't know what it is it's gonna be 50 next week watch and we had two snow days and so i had a chance to like have three days off and really just force myself to relax and uh, i've been feeling a lot of chaotic energy chaotic energy especially with the beginning of the year like good positive energy but kind of scattered really creative i've got a bunch of ideas so it was a good way for me to just force myself to mellow out because uh, the body and the mind i'm really trying to like a lot of aspects of my self-care come from me trying to prevent burnout because at the end of the day, it really comes from the choices that you make. And I really don't want to be getting to a point of burnout that's happened multiple times for me before in the past five to ten years. I don't want to get to a place where I'm already burnt out. If I'm starting to feel the signs of burnout, I want to address them and kind of nip that in the bud. Because when I'm feeling exhausted, like when I have my back pain is really acting up and it's taking a lot of my energy or I just feel really scattered and just really like I'm having a lot of anxiety when I wake up in the morning, it, that takes a lot of my energy. And that's just something that I personally learned about myself over time that just I just tend to absorb the energy around me, whatever environment I take on. And in the past, I you know, absorbed it and didn't realize what was happening and couldn't tell if like my own reactions were really my own. And now that, you know, I've done a lot of healing and been really introspective and try to look into my own issues, I realized that sometimes I was taking on other people's value systems, something I talked about in previous episodes, and just really absorbing whatever, like if I was in a room where people were sad or some, you know, they were going through something, I felt like I could just feel that weight on my shoulders. And that's something that I'm very aware of today. So therefore, I'm also aware that it sucks my energy. And because of that, I've learned to create the boundaries that I personally needed to protect my energy. Because when, you know, this week, like I said, I've been feeling like I've been having less energy, like a lot when I'm spending a lot of time coming up with ideas and just feeling inspired. It's so energizing and I love what comes with it because that's what comes with a lot of my work with the sister struggles. But at the same time, like I said, it's very exhausting. And so I have to put some walls up in ways that maybe other weeks I you know, wouldn't have to. And I, ha I have a joke with my friends where it's just like, it's a very simple way of me saying that I'm exhausted or I'm just not feeling completely together today. And I'm just like, I ain't got a lot of spoons today. I got one or two spoons, what I'm working with. And I love to just be, be able to just say it that way and be able to communicate my needs in a very simple way. And so on today's episode of Sister Struggles, I really thought I could highlight the importance of protecting your boundaries and just the three ways that you could protect your own energy from burnout. So one of my own personal favorite ways to protect my energy 
is really just to remove myself from the situation, whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally. So in this past week, I've had to um, like delay responding to a text message for a couple days because I personally just felt like I didn't have the mental spoons to you know juggle another thing. Sometimes you just you got to choose what's priority, and if it's not urgent. I don't hold even my own friends accountable to responding right away unless it is something that's like, oh, we were doing something today and I'm supposed to hear from you. Uh, because I feel like we're all going through so much right now and we're all juggling so much and I feel like the last thing anybody wants, like the last thing I want anybody else to even be worried about for me is, oh, I hope Joe isn't mad because I didn't respond to her. Like, respond to me in due time of course because at some point you got to hold yourself accountable and that's something that I do with myself but yeah that's something I've had to have a lot of self-compassion and release the guilt from my own self because we can't do everything perfectly all the time and I just don't have the energy to do all that all the time and even funny enough even at work I had to physically remove myself because sometimes when I've just got a lot going on in my own mind and I don't feel like I'm fully present you know like my feet don't feel firmly planted on the ground I'm kind of floating I I sometimes have to get away from certain energies when I feel like it's like too chaotic of an energy or you know there's too much talking around which is nobody's doing anything wrong of course it's just I, I, again, I don't have enough spoons. It's just a lot for me to handle right now and also try to also get some of my own work done or also focus on work while I'm there. So um, sometimes I'll go to a different section of, you know, where I'm at or I'll just go to an area where there is less people because it just makes it a lot easier for me to focus. And I, and I give myself the grace to do that because I'm not hurting anybody. And I know, and also be, it's also validating my own needs because I know what I need and I've learned and grown to understand what I need to operate better. And then plenty of times I, I do that often actually and then I come back a couple hours later and I just feel like a different person. I feel like I uh, talk to people better. I feel like I communicate more effectively. I feel like I can be firmly present and I just feel like I'm in a better mood overall. It's that classic uh, quote of, you know, when you have a full cup, you're able to overflow and pour your overflow into other people. But if your cup is half empty or dry as hell, then I mean, what, what are you gonna give? You have no surplus in any way. So sometimes you just have to remove yourself from the situation mentally, emotionally, and physically. And so the second way that I think that you can protect your peace and you protect your energy from burnout is finding the way to communicate your feelings. Being able to speak up about he how you feel instead of turning that energy inward and harboring it inside. Because when you do that, that takes a lot of energy to also hold it in. I personally have noticed that when I am feeling, you know, like there's something I'm not communicating to someone that I care about or I'm just not being completely honest and just trying to act like everything's okay, my body tenses up. And in fact, that's where I found out a lot of my chronic back pain and like neck pain comes from is because it's a posture issue because of me tensing up my shoulders because I'm literally holding my stress and holding feelings. It makes me think of the physical response to anger, like that fight or flight response where you start to have a shortness of breath, you notice that you're not breathing as easily as you normally would, your thoughts are racing back and forth, your emotions are flaring up, your, your heart's beating fast, all of the classic physical manifestations of feeling emotion. So allowing yourself to release that by speaking up, saying how you feel, being honest, 
you validate your own feelings and then therefore remind yourself that you don't have to hold that in because your needs, like what I'm going to reiterate over and over, your needs are just as important as everybody else's. And I think that as women and as black women, especially, we have to do better because it's our choice in reminding ourselves of that because we have to put ourselves on our on the pedestal. We have to remind ourselves that we are top priority and we are number one priority. And now uh, another one of my favorite ways in trying to protect my peace, really what I've found has helped keep me from burnout, is getting more comfortable in saying no. And I never thought it was going to be as hard as it is because uh, when I get fired up about something, when I get angry about something, saying no is not a problem. I will hold that boundary up. But when I, you know, when maybe my, my emotional heartstrings have been triggered or you just, I'm a heavy empath, so anything, any sob story just gets me sad. And saying no has been a unique exercise for me because I thought it was going to be easy, but it's definitely been a lot harder because you have to face the reaction of the other people. I really think that, or the other person, and I really think that that's what makes it so uncomfortable and why it's easier to, you know, sometimes justify texting somebody that you can't, you know, make something, a commitment, or just letting them, letting them down easy or trying to soften the blow by saying, oh, you know, I can't make this, but how about we do this? And maybe that's not necessarily what you want to do, but you feel obligated or guilty because you, you quote unquote, bailed. And that's just an example, but it's just, I feel like it's always the same feeling of just feeling so uncomfortable and facing the other person's reaction when you realize that you don't have enough spoons to do what you're doing. So I feel like that, I feel like that's a lot of the reason why we stay overcommitted because in a sense, it's not necessarily easier, but it's more comfortable. It's just easier to be like, yeah, I'll work that in or, you know, I'll squeeze that in without really stopping to ask ourselves, hey, do I actually, number one, do I want to actually do that? And two, do I even have time for that? Do I have the spoons for that? Do I have the effort? to be able to be present when I'm there. Because that's something I always ask myself, you know, if I'm stressing over any kind of decision. If one, if it's me stressing over it, then obviously there's some sort of imbalance with what I really wanna do and what um, I feel like the other person wants me to do, what I feel like I'm expected to do. So taking the time to actually ask myself what I want is incredibly empowering because then I can get off that train of indecision and decide to, you know, what it's actually called um, analysis paralysis is what I found is like the technical term, but you're just sitting on the fence, sitting on the fence. But deep down inside, you probably know what you want to do. That's something that I find with myself. You just don't want to let the other person down. And again, I'm using this example because I think it's a really common one. And so when I say no, it's incredibly empowering because I'm like, oh, I chose myself. You know, I chose what I wanted to do. Uh, because I know for a fact that I've, you know, been there for that person in every other way. And by choosing myself doesn't mean that I'm, you know, not as good of a friend or I'm disappointing or I'm unreliable or undependable. And uh, these are just things that I, that come up in my own negative thought spiral. But it's the reason why we feel so uncomfortable trying to stick up for our own needs. So I found that saying no is a really, I say simple with heavy quotes, but it's a good way to get started if you're really kind of trying to figure out where to go with your self-care and you really want to start with something small. And just a little compassionate reminder, you're breaking old patterns. You're unlearning a lot of behaviors and habits that you, you know, had instilled within you for a long, long time, <laughs> you know, most of your life. 
And if you're just now starting to come to terms with ways that you're unhappy and you're living a life that isn't really what you want, it's more expected of you, doing anything different is going to feel incredibly uncomfortable. So uh, going back to my example of a way to protect your energy from burnout um, and try to create some sort of boundaries, saying no is a great place to start. Because again, the objective is not to wait until you're burnt out and then try to, you know, figure out what to do when you literally have no spoons, which I think personally and from experience is the absolute worst time because you have no energy. You have literally nothing to give to try to figure out uh, what's going on with you. And so um, learning to say no and again, not even just about boundaries, but just listening to yourself you know what you want you know that instant thought of hey you want to go to a concert tonight yes or no if it's a no empower yourself to say no and then it's not anything personal towards the other person and it's not your responsibility to uh, deal with the reactions of how people deal with your boundaries your only objective is to live your own life because you're not being malicious there are no ill intent and that's what I something I always remind myself like I'm not trying to hurt anybody I just have to look out for myself too I've really learned the value in like true honesty not just like the classic don't lie to people but really just being honest with how I feel and being able to communicate that to someone so now to round it out, the three ways that I've found have worked for me to protect my energy from burnout and really help me before I'm circling that drain, feeling exhausted, are saying no, trying to protect my energy, choosing to speak up instead of holding in how I feel and harboring all of those feelings, um, learning to communicate my feelings so that way I can make my needs known. And then a third way is also, like I said, removing myself from the situation mentally, physically, emotionally. If I have to leave the room, if I have to put headphones in and put some music on to drown out some of the noise when I'm grocery shopping, or maybe I have to put a pin in an argument or a conflict that I'm having with someone just because I feel like I can't you know, be present enough to have it because I'm too emotional, whatever it is, remove yourself. Um, it's your right. Just make sure you communicate those needs and you don't leave somebody hanging. But those are the three ways that have worked for me. Of course, there are many different ways that you can practice self-care, but those are some three ways that I feel like you can really get started because there's nothing more important than protecting your peace. And it's not a selfish choice. You're making that choice not only for yourself, but so that you can be better for others. So if all of this sounds hella daunting still, and you're just like still kind of freaking out about where to start, um, I provide a free 30-minute discovery call coaching um, where we can kind of scratch the surface and get you started on, you know, what are those issues that are keeping you from getting started with these? Because a lot of times there are some more deep-rooted issues as to why, you know, that are keeping you stuck. Like, for example, I was talking about the discomfort. You just don't want to have that confrontation. Uh, but in order for you to get the life you want or to be able to speak your truth and live the life that you want to without pretending or hiding or having to have a facade then it's a conversation that you'd have to have it's a confrontation unfortunately you'll you'll have to meet head on so let me go ahead and help you and we can do this together so it feels a lot less daunting and like you're not doing this alone so if you're heavy on the socials uh, on instagram i've got my link tree which is my link in my bio you can find uh, my link there to my coaching and you can go ahead and sign up there or you can head to uh, sisterstruggles.com and there is the coaching link and you can go ahead and click free discovery call and go ahead and sign up there as well. I've also got some freebies on the website. I have a newsletter I put out every week 
where I talk about the podcast, I talk about um, topics in self-care that I feel like we need to tackle as black women, uh, updates on the website and my blogs. I actually have, um, like I said, I think I mentioned this earlier, but I have old archived blog uh, articles that I want to go ahead and put on the site because I think that they would also be helpful resources and tools for you to help you know, you approach your self-care. So again, you can get at me at sisterstruggles.com or sisterstrugglesLC on Instagram or sisterstrugglespodcast as well. And um, DM me. I respond um, within the day. I love to hear from everybody. And again, if you guys have any ideas, interesting topics you want to discuss about self-care, a problem that you're personally having and you would like to hear, you know, my own take on it, like I said, feel free to dm me uh go ahead and send me an email and we can get talking about it and i'd love to also give you a shout out so you can hear yourself on the podcast all right that's it end of episode three so uh catch you guys next sunday i'm really excited to hear what you guys think about this episode because it's something i don't want to talk about a lot so catch you later have a great week and we'll talk soon thank you guys again for tuning in to an episode of sister struggles so please rate review subscribe And just let me know what you think. And I would love to hear what you guys would love to hear on future episodes. Look out for new episodes every Sunday.